the Lord be with you. I've, uh, I've, I've heard it said that a pat on the back is only a few vertebrae removed from a kick in the pants, but, but miles ahead in results. Well, while most of us have probably needed a good kick in the pants a time or two, you know, you just can't say enough good about the power of a pat on the back, or what I call the power of encouragement, as everybody today is facing something and needs some encouragement. I mean, don't you like it when someone begins a conversation with the words, I want to encourage you? I mean, you hear those words and and you start feeling better about yourself, about your situation, about life. The words, I want to encourage you, inspire hope, confidence, energy. In 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 11, the Apostle Paul writes, Encourage one another and build up each other. I can think of few things that people are more in need of today than encouragement. I mean, it's been a rough year, hasn't it? And so for the next few moments, I, I want to think with you about encouragement. As again and again, the New Testament commands encourage one another. The Greek word translated here, encourage, is the word parakaleo. That's P-A-R-A-K-A-L-E-O. Parakaleo is the word that Jesus used of the Holy Spirit in calling the Holy Spirit the paraclete. That's P-A-R-A-K-L-E-T-E, which is the noun form of parakaleo. It is that something special that the Holy Spirit does as the Holy Spirit encourages you and me. Jesus promised that, that when he returned to heaven, that he would send another paraclete, another encourager, who would be to you and to me what Jesus was to his disciples as he walked the earth. And so today, the Holy Spirit continues Christ's work with us as paraclete to encourage us. And, and as the Holy Spirit encourages us, we get to work with the Holy Spirit in encouraging others. And you know, there was a man in the New Testament who, who so excelled at encouraging others that, that he was given the nickname Son of Encouragement. That is in Aramaic, it was Barnabas. Well, you can read all about Son of Encouragement Barnabas in the book of Acts. I mean, the name that his parents gave him was Joseph. He was a Jew, a Levite from the island of Cyprus. And every time you see Joseph Barnabas, son of encouragement, he is encouraging someone. And, you know, he, he played a huge role in the lives of others in the New Testament that are, that are better known to us than he was, but, but he was the wind beneath their wings. All of Thanksgiving week, I was thinking about and I was giving thanks for, for just the many, many Barnabases that I've had in my life, people who have who've really encouraged me. And it was so often what they said to me, the words that they used that, that really encouraged me, that got me thinking back to the book of Proverbs and, and everything the book of Proverbs has to say about the power of words and, and the power of the tongue to encourage, and, and, and yes, it's power to discourage. Proverbs 18.21 says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. That means that you and I, that we can make or break a person's day with just a word. 
Or, you know, we might even make or break a person's life with just a word. I, uh, I was in high school. I had, I'd flunked algebra. I wasn't doing well. I was down on myself, down on life. And, and I remember a teacher, well, she wasn't my teacher, but, but, but she came to me and she said to me, Tim, I believe in you. And, and I found that words are, are such a big part of encouraging others. How you say it, when you say it, your tone of voice. So let me pass on to you just, just a few other proverbs that, that I think you might find helpful in thinking about encouraging others. Proverbs 12, verse 25. Anxiety weighs down the human heart. And there is a lot of anxiety today, isn't there? Anxiety weighs down the human heart, but a good word cheers it up. Everybody you meet is facing something. And I think about that busboy that clears my table or that clerk that serves me at the store. You know, it is possible that I might encourage them, that I might speak a good word that cheers up a heart that is weighed down. And I find that as I seek to do that for others, you know, it just seems always have a way of, of coming back to me and encouraging me. Okay, another proverb about our words and, and being encouragers. Proverbs 16, verse 24. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. I mean, that's the two, the two dimensions of ourselves, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. You see, our words have a psychosomatic power to heal or hurt the soul and body. One more proverb about our words and being encouragers. Proverbs 25, verse 11. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. Okay, can you picture that? Can you, can you visualize this exquisite setting of fine silver? And there, there are apples of gold right there in the center. So the wise man says, so are words spoken at the right time, spoken carefully, lovingly, with the right voice. And with the Holy Spirit, you and I have the privilege, and we do have the power to encourage, to breathe hope, confidence, life into others. And so can you think of someone today who is discouraged and you could be their encourager? Can you think of someone struggling in their work and you can be their encourager? Can you think of someone who is lonely and you can be their encourager? You and the Holy Spirit, you and the Holy Spirit together have the power to put encouragement in them. What you have within you to do is what many in our world today are so needing. So let me encourage you to encourage. As a pat on the back is only a few vertebrae removed from a kick in the pants, but wow, miles ahead in results. I am Tim Smith, a fellow traveler. Thanks for listening. Until next time.